Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Transmitting across America. Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Question. Because Lunchbox is not here again today, but he's on the phone. Lunchbox, do you have a story for this, or are you just on the phone to be on the air? No, no, I got a story. I got okay. lots of stories. <laughs> okay. You sound great, by the way. He I've does. never sounded him sound, He's never sounded healthier. Sounds wonderful. Yeah, I sound pretty good. Yeah, no, he's never been better, actually. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, but you're not in today because? I uh, just, you know, I, I needed that one more day okay. of mental healing. Uh, oh, mental healing. trauma and stress of having COVID really messed with me. And so, yeah. Okay, well, we're going to go around the room and share our favorite story of the day. And so, Lunchbox, you can go first from home. Go ahead. Okay, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw this story or not, but the, the dude got arrested for Tupac's murder. Yeah, we talked about it a lot, like four days ago. Big news. Yeah, You've been gone, so you haven't known. But you can go ahead and give us your your take on it. I mean, you want to talk about the bonehead of all boneheads? Like, is this a a case of him just wanting to brag? Like, hey, no one's giving me credit for this, so I want credit? Or why is he out talking about it? He's been talking about it for years. Yeah, and they just kind of... And he's not the shooter. They don't have... They didn't arrest him for being the shooter, but... Correct. He's just kind of had the enough, mastermind. enough facts. Yeah. He's known enough things and too many things. He just kept talking long enough that it bit him in the butt. But don't they think the shooter I mean, is dead already? Is, they, they said he would, in the, in the LAPD or whatever interviewed him, said, anything you say in this interview, you will not be arrested for. But then he writes a memoir. He goes out yeah. and does an interview. With a, I mean, yeah. I saw the interview on TikTok that was kind of the last one before they went and raided his, his lady's <laughs> house and they found the bullets. And not the ones that shot Tupac, but the same kind of bullets that were used, apparently. I believe that's what the story was. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that was the craziest story. Can you believe Tom Brady and Giselle broke up? <laughs> yeah, that's nuts, dude. Wow. And Tom Brady retired. What? That's crazy. All right, man. Hey, thanks for that story, Lunchbox. Yeah, you want another one? Okay. There was a teacher. I believe she's down in Louisiana. Oh, no. 33 years old. Just gave birth to a baby. And then she went and turned herself into the police station because it was one of her students. <gasps> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, I think he was. What? How old was he? Was he 12? He was like 12. What? I saw, I saw that. What? What? I think he's 17. Oh, I saw a different story. Oh, I saw a 12 year old I saw a 12 year old one. But not, I don't Well, What, this happened twice? <laughs> well, I'm sure it's happening a hundred times. Where she gives birth and turns no, herself in? No, I don't in know about the birth. Oh, I don't know about the birth. Okay. Uh, wow. Oh, my God. Turned herself in, huh? Did she know yeah. someone was going to turn her in? Like, why would you go turn yourself in? Why not just try to. She probably had to fill out the dad on the birth oh. certificate. There is a, here's another one. A Tennessee teacher busted for that with a 12 year old claim she's pregnant. I'm going to no. raise this baby. Okay, that's, that's the, the one, one I saw. Sick. Yeah. Oh, God. That's crazy. All right, lunchbox. Thanks, lunch. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you want one more? Go ahead. The Powerball's up to 1.4 billion for Monday. 1.4 billion dollars. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Oh, my God. Guys. When we do it this time, I don't care. We don't need to multiply our money. $1.4 is enough. Yeah, I'm in, Scoob. I'm in. You're collecting money. Yeah, I'm collecting money. Yeah, probably in on that one, too. Mm. You all, This is now only good in. enough for you now. <laughs> so it wasn't now. good enough for you at $600 million. <laughs> Now, now it's worth to. your time. Yeah. Okay, Lunchbox, thank you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, let's go over to Eddie. Eddie? Yeah. Next Saturday is the Ring of Fire eclipse across America. You can see it. It's uh, 11, 13 a.m. is when it starts, so that's central time. And it's it's like, it's going to be really cool because we are shadowing the... Let me see if I can get this right. We are shadowing the sunlight on the moon, but it's the moon is so far away that it's a ring around. So it's not going to be a full lunar uh, solar eclipse. You see a ring around the moon. It's going to look like a ring around the, our that's shadow. That's all I can understand what you're saying. The rest of it I don't understand. I mean, it's very scientific, and I'm trying to understand so what's myself. In the, so what's, on, what's in the middle? Our shadow. There's three things. Okay, so, so picture this. Earth. Picture this. Three things. The moon we're looking at. Okay. Behind us. No, no, that's not true. See, that's what I'm saying. That's okay. not true. Morgan, do you know this? I know. I'm reading it right now to see if I can. Okay. An hour and better. twenty minutes after, the moon will move directly in front of the sun, creating the ring of fire. Boom. The moon. Okay. Ring of fire. Okay. Amy, what do you have? Okay, so there's this teacher. She's uh, went on TikTok talking about how she doesn't really have strict rules for her. Students, like, if they don't have a pencil, it's fine. She'll give it to them. They don't have a computer charger, it's fine. She'll give it to them. They, dress code, like, they get to eat during class because you can't learn if you're hungry. There's all these oh. things. And she put it up on TikTok. Free-range teaching? I guess. Yeah. But p- parents are freaking out or people are like, wait, this is what's wrong with kids. Are we not preparing them for the real world and the workforce? Like, can you imagine if we just showed up here and we're like, ah, I don't have what I need. That's ah, okay. I think it would amplify certain behaviors good and bad right i think some people probably are better with that some are worse and i think everybody is specific to whatever their nature is i don't i don't think that works generally with kids who aren't developed i don't think it really works with adults either but i can see some people doing really good with that kind of environment yeah i'm just curious none of you she also doesn't um, she doesn't give homework which i'm like okay i can support that as a parent i'm I'm over homework well i like that she's trying something unless she's just lazy and she's like i have this crazy (laughs) new technique but really she just doesn't want to work true that's all right finally always flush the toilet when you walk in a hotel room oh always especially and i thought too like why because poo or something that they left in because that happened to me yeah oh but that in virginia beach yep there's toilet paper with poo on it Wasn't there like a can too? Yeah, there's an energy drink can in there. (laughs) Somebody was chilling in your bathroom, Oh my God. So however, they say, especially if you want somewhere warm, flush toilet when you get there because just stop the bugs or anything coming up through it because there's insects and bugs and it's warm. It's warm and wet. And so that's where a lot of them live. So if you flush the toilet right away, it'll keep bugs from going up into your room. So there you go. Thank you. You're welcome. That's the news.
think. Everybody here. All right, we got Darius coming by in a little bit, which will be pretty cool. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. Days after my little sister turned 18, my mom moved out and disappeared for months. My dad took it pretty hard, but eventually he forgave her. And when she contacted him months later, they talked it through and ultimately got a divorce. Since then, my mom has only contacted me a few times a year on Christmas, birthdays, and other special days or events. I really don't even know where she's been all these last few years, but she just moved back to our town and she's been contacting me wanting to get together. I don't know how I feel about this. She basically abandoned us and now she just thinks she can pick up like nothing has happened. Should I give her a chance or not? Signed, Abandoned Son. The answer is yes. You should give her a chance. You should also realize that you have made mistakes too in your life and you're going to want somebody else to give you a chance at some point. Different levels. Sure. But she messed up. Maybe that's what she wants to say. And she has to work to get your trust back, obviously. No one's saying everything's exactly the same as it was because it can't be. But it's your mom, man. So what I would say is go into it slightly optimistic, but not overly. And let her build that trust and that relationship back. But also listen to her and see what she has to say, why she has to say it, what her perspective was. And she'll probably say, I was wrong, but this is what I was feeling that made me feel wrong. I mean, there's just a lot to it. So, and I'm never gonna say, nope, don't do it. Especially if she's making the effort. Like if you're the kid and you're making the effort, I still say, hey, go for it. Maybe you can give, but she's making the effort. Yeah, you can always hear her out. And then just, I wouldn't have these expectations of what it's gonna be like just hold on to it loosely in a way um, but but be open to listening. And it's okay to be angry and it's okay to be sad and it's okay to have every emotion that you have and it's okay to share every emotion that you have with her and she will share hopefully every emotion with you and then you will get to a place where it can be healthier. It will never be the relationship of a mom that was with their kid their whole life. But that's okay. A relationship is better than no relationship if there's any sort of healthy dynamic at all there. Think about grandkids. You want a grandma? There's a lot there. Go meet. Don't have high expectations. But be optimistic that something could possibly happen through time. Yeah. Let her build her trust back because you're going to have to build your trust back with somebody else eventually. It's something else. We all screw up. So good luck. It's heavy. I'm rooting for you. And, you know, I've had a similar situation. So go get it. And I think I, I do think she, since she's trying, she's really going to try. All right. That's it. Thank you, guys. Um Anything you want to say to that? No, I mean, I, I fully support giving it a shot. Eddie? I was going to ask you, how long did it take you to kind of 30 realize? 30 years. What? Okay, that's, that's, that was it. <laughs> like, how long did it take you to realize that, like, okay, maybe people do make mistakes and because you did, went with that like that with your dad. and Yeah, I think he's a little older because his sister turned 18. Oh, yeah. So I would imagine, I don't know, mm-hmm. 12 to 24. This kid could be, mm-hmm. I was five. Well, and everybody processes it Absolutely. in their own time. And yeah. this person sending you an email and you being in a similar situation, it's like because you went through it, you're able to say, hey, don't don't, oh, yeah. don't take as long as I did. Maybe just go yeah. do it. And I don't have a relationship with my biological dad, but that's okay. I don't hate him yeah. anymore. You're, you're, I just don't have a relationship. Right. It's actually, there's a big difference in hating someone and not having a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. So good luck. You got this. And don't expect it to be fixed overnight. It's going to be awkward, and but it will be worth it. I promise you. All right, good luck. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. 
Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. We'll go around the room and do Fun Fact Friday. This is a little warm up. Coffee breaks come from a tradition in the 1800s called Elevenses, where people would get a break at 11 a.m. to go drink whiskey. Oh, that's wow. cool. Okay. We should bring that back. Should we? <laughs> yeah, that'd be should awesome. <laughs> All right, let's go. Fun Fact Friday. Lunchbox still out six, so Abby will be filling in for him. Abby, you'll go first. What is your fun fact? Okay, I won't do a gross one like he usually does. This is about <laughs> music. So the British Navy uses Britney Spears songs to scare off pirates. They, How crazy is that? I guess they hate English pop music. Yes. Really? It's probably not so much about Britney as it is just the sounds of pop music. Right. The pirates don't like that sound? I thought she was international. That's crazy. Maybe now with the pirate community. They're know. like, no, no, I know Britney, I can't take it. They're still pirates? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. Not like, arr. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. But, yes, they do the same thing. <laughs> like water terrorists. They get, they're on boats and they like take, you ever see uh, I Am the Captain now? Yeah. Captain Phillips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrorists. Uh, pirates. Ca- pirates, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see. I'm picturing like Jack Sparrow. Yeah, no, 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 not those guys. Their clothes have changed, but <laughs> technology. But they There's, do the same thing. They take over and kill and loot top, and crazy. Yeah, top and shorts, which is crazy. All right, next up, let's go to Amy. In 1977, Ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield decided to open a bagel shop, but the cost of bagel machines were so high that they're like, shoot, what are we gonna do? So they enrolled in a five dollar ice cream making course instead. They were both looking for a new career path. They both love ice cream, and voila, Ben and Jerry's. That's cool. How they decided who gets to be first? B, uh, B J. and J, probably. Alphabet. Yeah, but then I would go. We could do alphabetical, but then we're B. J. And then I'll be like, I don't think. We're, I, oh. You know what I mean? I would. You flip a coin. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, Eddie. So in Russia, you can hire an ambulance to take you, like as a taxi. Cost two hundred bucks an hour. But <laughs> get you across town really quick. They turn the lights on. Boom, really? You get somewhere in like five minutes. In Soviet Russia, you don't drive ambulance. Ambulance drive you. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Seems safe. It's Russia. <laughs> yeah, nothing's safe in Russia. Morgan. So Grey's Anatomy, the very popular TV show, they don't use fake organs for their surgery scenes. They actually use cow organs. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's cool. I thought she was going to say real organs. <laughs> oh, no, you can't waste human organs. But why can't you just do fake organs? Probably because it look looks real. real. It looks. Stop it. Like they, the, the ice creams on commercials. Hey, if, I see a, if I see an organ that's not real, I'll, I'm going to call FCC immediately. Oh, because you're a doctor. Yep. I'll be you like, know. this is not real. I demand we. Um, I've got a few music ones I want to do for you guys. So, first of all, Louis Armstrong is the oldest person to have a number one single on the Hot 100 ever. He was almost 63 years old when Hello Dolly hit number one in May of 1964. Hello. So a 63-year-old number one. But he also had, you know what song he has? What a Wonderful World. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I see see. skies of blue. So the Ramones. Are you familiar with the Ramones? Mm -hmm. Uh, Ray, would you play a little Blitzkrieg bop? The Ramones, punk band, original punk band, played 74 shows at CBGB's in 1974. It's where they really became famous and known. The average length of their entire set was 17 minutes. Really? I mean, they do play fast. And go hard. <laughs> and spit and jump and kick. And That's right. 17 minutes. I thought that was crazy. And then my final one in the music here. Uh, the song Boys in the Hood by NWA did not make the Billboard Top 100 when it debuted in 1987. But it did make it after the movie Straight Outta Compton in 2015. Uh, wow. Cool. It's all about making that GTA. Because the boys in the hood are always fun. Fun. Fact. Friday. 
It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Last Friday at UConn High School's homecoming football game in Oklahoma, big reunion happened. And I can get on YouTube or TikTok and watch these all day long. After a 10-month deployment, Army National Guard Chief Warrant Officer 3, Joseph Jarvis, returned home a month early to surprise his family and escort his daughter, Emmeline, onto the field for homecoming. Yes. Love it. She didn't even know. It was Jarvis's fourth overseas deployment, and with the homecoming game coming up, his wife was like, is there any chance, any chance? Because he missed her first steps. There were things that when you serve, you're just gone sometimes. And so he surprised her and was able to walk her and then also was able to be like thanks to my supervisors for letting it happen. That's so cool. Which is pretty cool. I know. I'm walking my niece and I'm coming in a couple weeks. Oh, you are? Uh-huh. At the game? So this is like on the... Where does that, what yeah, does that mean? Yeah, I think so. Oh. I think uh, that's where you walk someone. I don't think... I, I don't... I, I feel like I can say that. What do you mean? It's not a surprise? No, I don't think so. No, no. She asked me. Yeah. Oh. She was like, hey, can you, I guess, I don't know. They must be need an escort of some sorts. Like, yes. And I guess her, my, her dad, I guess is not available. I don't know. And you should ask more questions. Well, no, it was just yes. It doesn't okay. matter what the question was. But was are you like, sure you're not going to the dance with her or anything? Don't know. It was just yes. Mm, okay. She I needs, doubt that. She needs something. The answer is yes. <laughs> She's going to go have fun with her friends. Okay. This must be part of like the homecoming evening. Maybe ask more questions today. <laughs> Maybe. I would think so. All right. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. 
Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for Easy Trivia. The first category, if you miss it, you don't go, oh, Lunchbox isn't here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And usually somebody fills in. <laughs> don't do it. Don't, don't no. do it. I mean, Eddie's over there. Hey, what's the score? Like, can he win here? No. no. Okay. Amy has four. Morgan has four. Abby and Lunchbox have two. So if you won for Lunchbox, you would continue on. And he would appreciate that. Or, but if you lose immediately, then the season is probably over quicker unless oh, Abby wins. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm making the decision that Eddie is playing for Lunchbox. Yeah! He gets to decide what he does. Let's go. But he can't. If we, if it's obvious, he's throwing. No, it. it's his game. I'm he not can throwing anything. If you're like, what color? Wouldn't you want him to throw it so you could win the whole thing? I want the game. I want. Well, I just feel bad for Lunchbox. Oh, because no. you know he'd feel bad for you, not. <laughs> okay, Lunchbox has COVID. Should be back Monday. We hope. Um, iconic country songs you can't miss. First category. Amy, what country artist sings "Friends in Low Places"? Garth Brooks. Good. Eddie, what country artist sings Chattahoochee? Alan Jackson. Good. Morgan, what country artist sings 9 to 5? Dolly Parton. Good. Abby, what country artist sings Amarillo by Morning? Uh, George Strait. Good. Okay, now if you miss it, you'll hear this sound right here. You've been boned. If Amy or Morgan wins, they are the champion. Here we go. Come on, Abby. <laughs> we got this, Abby. <laughs> Amy, the category is TV hosts. You were in the tiara that tells everybody you're the champion. Mm-hmm. Drew Carey is the host of what game show? Price is right. Correct. Steve Harvey is the host of what game show, Eddie? Family Feud. Correct. Morgan, Jeff Probst is the host of what reality show? Mm, Survivor. Good. Abby, Pat Sajak is the host of what game show? Oh, um, Wheel of Fortune. Correct. Brain, I hate you, brain. (laughs) Don't do this to me, brain. (laughs) The category is the 90s. Amy, what 1994 Quentin Tarantino movie stars John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson as hitmen? Pulp Fiction. Correct. Eddie, Los Del Rio was the name of the group responsible for what song that had its own dance? Macarena. Correct. Morgan, 150 million Americans tuned in to watch the verdict of what former football running back's trial in 1995? I am just assuming it's O.J. Simpson. Correct. (laughs) Good assumption. Abby, what actor starred in two of the top 10 highest grossing films of the 90s with roles in Independence Day and Men in Black? Oh, that's uh, Will Smith. Correct. Oh. Easy trivia. Let's go to the next category. Nobody's been eliminated. The category is America. Love it. Amy, who was the second president? 
John Adams. Correct. Eddie, what gulf is south of the United States? Sorry, say that again. What gulf is south of the United States? The Gulf of Mexico. Correct. Morgan, what's the biggest and most populated U.S. territory? U.S. territory? Crap. I mean... Bad draw on that one. That's a pretty tough one. Yeah, like the territory... That's throwing me off. It's like, I just want to say a state. U.S. territory. Can you repeat one more time? What's the biggest and most populated U.S. territory? <laughs> I don't want to guess. Mm. <sighs> you don't have to. U.S. Ter- populated. Alaska's biggest, I think, California. I'm going California. That would be a, a state. Not a territory. You've been boom. Puerto Rico? Yeah, Puerto Rico. Oh. Would have been uh, Yeah, it was never. That's a tough there. one. Abby, what's the least populous state in the United States? Oh, man. Okay. I believe it is. It's either. I'm not saying my answer. It's either Wyoming or Montana, I think, or Utah. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Wyoming. Correct. Okay. Wow. Good job. Unbelievable. Tough question. Yeah. Wow. The category is New York City. Ooh. Oh. Get a rope. Get a rope. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the famous park in the center of Manhattan known for its horse-drawn carriage rides and ice skating rink, Amy? Central Park. Correct. Eddie, the Statue of Liberty in New York Harbor was a gift from what country? France. Good. Abby, the Rockettes dance troupe most famously perform at what venue? Oh, that is... um. Radio City Musical. Correct. Yeah. The category is Disney villains. Mm. Amy, Ursula is from what movie? Ursula. Ursula. Ursula is from <sighs> Little Mermaid? Correct. Eddie, Scar is from what movie? Lion King. Correct. Jafar is from what movie, Abby? Jafar. Jafar. Um... Dang, I thought that was... Okay. I'm saying that right. Yeah. Jafar. Okay. Jafar. Mm-hmm. Um... Jafar. Is it, um, hold on, they take a magic carpet ride. Is it that one? Um, Aladdin. Correct. Oh. <laughs> Goodness. Goodness. The category is animals. <laughs> What's the largest mammal on earth, Amy? The largest mammal on earth? Mm-hmm. Like, does it matter? What's the largest mammal on earth? On earth. Okay. Whale. Be more specific. Blue whale. Correct. Ooh. Wow. That's good. Wow. <laughs> I just didn't know if it was swimming or walking. That's crazy, Amy. <laughs> Eddie, what animals known as the king of the jungle? Uh, I don't know why that song's in my head. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion. What animals known as the king of the jungle? Oh, boy. Oh, no. The lion. Correct. Oh my Abby, what's the world's largest bird? Largest bird? Yep. Uh, I would say that is the ostrich. Correct. Yes. You all have five seconds to answer the question. That's it. Here we go. Okay. Fun with numbers is the category. Mm, oh, uh, yay. How many letters are in the alphabet, Amy? 26. Correct. Eddie, how many feet are in a yard? Feet in a yard? Three. Correct. Abby, not including the end zones. How many yards in a football field? 100. Correct. Classic TV. 
And we go to sudden death if you guys nail this category. <laughs> Classic. Initially airing as a television show in 1976, how many angels are typically represented by Charlie's Angels? Typically? <laughs> <laughs> There's three angels. Is that your answer? Yeah. Correct. Eddie. Tim and Jill Taylor are from what classic 90s sitcom? Home Improvement. Correct. Great job. Abby, what popular ABC sitcom running from 1964 to 1972 was about an ad exec, Darren, and his marriage to Samantha, who had magical powers? Back in the 60s? Mm-hmm. 64 to 72. There are actually two mm-hmm. Darrens, but Darren was the character, and Samantha was his wife, and she had magical powers. Ticka, ticka, ticka. Oh, wow. <laughs> Her nose. <laughs> the, uh... Tina, the witch. Uh, ding! <laughs> what is that? You've been booed. So, you're doing I Dream of Genie yes. with your arms, but the witch thing is right. It's bewitched. Bewitched. <laughs> but you were doing I Dream of Genie with your arms. She wiggles her nose. Yeah. That's tough, witch. Abby. Yeah. yeah. So, Amy and Eddie. <laughs> Amy, yeah. if you win, you repeat a chance. Eddie, if you win... Here. If you win, Lunchbox wins. <laughs> yeah. And the game lives on. The game lives on. But if you lose on purpose, then you just get to play the next that's round. That's true. That's true. Come on, Eddie. All right, here we go. The category is acronyms. Buzz in with your name. Okay. Premiering in 1999, as the second series in the successful Law & Order franchise, what does SVU stand for in Law & Order? Eddie. S- Eddie. What? Special Victims Unit. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Go, Eddie. Victims the category is science. Right. What do bees collect and use to create honey? Hey. Amy. Pollen. Incorrect. What? What do bees collect and use to create honey, Eddie? Well, I was going to say honey, but I guess it's nectar. Correct. Oh. Wow. Lunchbox wins. Wow. Let's go. Boys and girls. I think you should play Lunchbox's song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to do this. Woo! 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 And they stay there. And they stay there. Yeah! Abby! Abby, you suck. Big win. Abby, I hate you. Wait, wait, no, get out of character. Get out of character. Come back to normal, Eddie. What was that? Here's a voicemail from Nick in Ohio. My question is for Eddie. I'm wondering how his chicken business is going. I haven't heard much about him selling his chickens. I was looking forward to hearing the business booming, but I haven't heard much since. Want an update on that. Thank you. Eddie, how many chickens have you sold in the last week? In the last week, zero. Yeah. No, none, but I did get an order for uh, Halloween night. Somebody needs a chicken <laughs> for Halloween. chicken business is dead. <laughs> so, dude, we Jeez. got one in the mix. Okay, here's another one. I got a morning corny for Amy. What's the difference between a guitar and a fish? You can't tune a fish. <laughs> Bye. Tuna to you and Tuna, tuna fish, yeah. All right, one more. Hey, I love you guys so much, but even after the visit with Nicholas and his mom, you guys were so fabulous with him, and I just it really touches my heart what you do for people, Bobby. I just I can't say enough about how great you are. Thank you for being you. Well, that's nice. We thought they were super cool. We brought them in. They were awesome. And they didn't look like stabbers. Right. But he was really good, wasn't he? Like, just a natural good kid. Yeah. And he won 100 bucks. (laughs) So dumb. I knew he was a smart kid. Here's Amy's pile of stories. All right. Do you agree with these new cell phone etiquette rules? Okay. Okay. Uh, Never call out of the blue. 
Ahead. No, I don't agree with that. Okay, always. I don't, though. Usually I'll say, hey, are you around? Can I call you? I do that, but I do it as a super kind gesture. I think if I call, that's okay, too. Yeah, it says here, just always text first, like heads up. Uh, never leave a voicemail. Uh, if they well, don't. let me say this: the new operating system. If you leave a voicemail, which it has, but it also if you leave a voice memo, which I do in the text, it will now read it to you, so you don't even have to listen to it. That's perfect. Oh, mm-hmm. that's smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if they don't answer your call, you should hang up and then send a text instead. Like this is the way. Rather than a voicemail, people like yeah. to communicate. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's almost the same thing with the voicemail now, though, because you can read the text. My voicemail is not even set up. I don't know that mine is either. <laughs> Meaning, it mine's it. full. <laughs> oh boy, is it because your message is so long, the outgoing? Hey, it's Amy. Please leave a message. And if you feel better, better, better. <laughs> oh, there is no room left to leave a message. Nope. nope. It's just full. Okay. I still have voicemails on there from like 2015. <laughs> I like to keep them. Some are from my dad. Okay. You don't oh, have yeah. to go sad. I get that. We got it. Your dad died. Okay. Don't use that against us. Go ahead. <laughs> I wish I had one for my mom. Okay. Yeah, move, just go on. <laughs> the National Sleep Foundation has a new recommendation on the best sleep practices and it's crazy because you, I never know what to believe anymore because they always said, wake up at the same time on the weekends that you do in the weekday. You got to stay consistent. That's the most important thing. And now they're saying, you can sleep in extra on the weekend to make up for sleep. And that is the best thing to do for yourselves. Okay. Here's what I want to say. I think everybody knows their body. And if I sleep way too much, I'm worse than if I got no sleep. But I have a kind of a threshold of what I know. And I can I can sleep 10 hours and feel good. I really can. And I can go to sleep at 4 a.m. and sleep until 1 or 2 p.m. That's my normal body. But that's my body clock. We all know our body clocks. And if I sleep out on the weekend, sometimes it does help me. But if I stay consistent, but I have to go to bed at a consistent time too, that's just generally the best for all of us. Consistency is best for the human body. Just do you? Yes, but it's got to be a, a healthy consistency. If you're getting three or four hours and you're waking up early on the weekdays, you don't need to do that on the weekend just because of... You should let your body relax. Right. It, That's nuance. The point. There's a lot of nuance with the human body. All right, what else? Yeah, and speaking of waking up, just the thought of coffee. Like coffee obviously has caffeine and that wakes you up, but most people that are coffee drinkers say just the thought of them helps them thought of the coffee helps them get out of bed. Oh yeah. I think about coffee and that gets me out of bed. Yeah. To get to the coffee. Absolutely. It doesn't do what the coffee does. It's like, I'm up. I, let me, okay, got it. Let me it's get ready motivator. quick so I can get my coffee. Right. Okay, it doesn't give you coffee effects. It just gets, <laughs> got it. In case anyone's taking a road trip this weekend, I have the top road trip country songs. Okay, go ahead. On the road again. For sure. That is, that's the number one. Boom. Yep. On the road again. I would have picketed if it would have anything but that. I start all my road trips with this song. And my kids are always like, Dad, every time. Yep. What else is on the list? This is from theboot.com. And at two, they have Take Me Home Country Roads. Take Me Home. This may be more fun to sing. To the place. Everybody. I belong. West Virginia. Yeah, that's more fun. That's more fun. What's the third? Wagon Wheel. What else? Just wanted people to know about something cool that's going down on Fortnite. Would you play that? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, more. My, I used to. My son plays a lot, but you can check out Ed Sheeran and his immersive experience at our iHeartland at State Farm Park, and it's in Fortnite. It's a special show. Ed's going to perform. You explore exclusive scenes. It's a don't miss special it's with crazy. Ed Sheeran. They do concerts. iHeartland has concerts. Oh, yeah, I've done in, it. I've, I've been in there before. I've been in mm-hmm. the Fortnite iHeartland. Oh, like, that's cool. Travis Scott's done them just generally. Big uh, Marshmallow. But but Ed Sheeran's doing this one at iHeartland. Yeah, and wow. this one's um, now through Monday, October 9th. On NBA 2K, I DJed in the city. So you want to see yeah, me? Yeah, it's the same, buddy. All right, thank you. <laughs> Amy, is that it? Yes, I'm Amy. That's my file.
That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. You know how, like, in the 1960s, it was popular to wear your boyfriend or girlfriend's class ring around your neck? I mean, I don't know that, but I've seen some movies. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just to show, like, yeah. hey, this is my girl, or that's my boy, or whatever. Well, this guy Chuck was dating Darley, and he had her class ring around his neck. It was very special to her, and Chuck lost it. Chuck. It was 1960, exactly. Chuck, what the... Here we are, 2023, all these years later. They are married and have kids, have a family. They ended up staying together. Um, But the ring was found by this metal detector enthusiast named Trent Banks. Now, Darlie, she would go up to anybody she saw with a metal detector in town and be like, hey, if you find this ring, let me know. And Trent found it, like, at an old sandlot next to a tree. So it's super cool. She tried to offer him a reward, but he wouldn't take it. Amy's still looking for her ring. I got two things to say. Amy's still looking for her ring. Yes, Texas A&M class of 03. It's gold with a teeny tiny diamond and my my initials or my name engraved on the inside. Can't you don't remember. Know. <laughs> I can't remember if it's initials or full name. I just don't remember. Eddie is beating me up by getting a metal detector and going in my backyard. He thinks they're For what? Dinosaur bones or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I think that we can find some really cool Civil War stuff in your backyard. They do work. I rented a metal detector once to find my wedding, wedding ring when I lost oh, it. Oh, I never thought they didn't work. I just don't think there's going to be any silk. <laughs> what do you mean? Do we get canteens, metals, whatever, and then call Dr. Lori? We'll be rich. But you can rent them. Yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. I'll yeah. rent one. I-, I told Bones on a Saturday, just call me up. We'll metal detect. Okay. It looks like you're if, kind of interested. If you get a metal detector, yeah. we can do it for 30 minutes. 30? You have to be more committed than that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not spending the whole day metal detecting. We'll, take, an, we'll do I'm, shifts. We'll do shifts. I'm not an enthusiast like that guy. <laughs> like Trent. But if you get in a metal detector, we can. I just don't think there's anything there. Oh, we'll find something. Oh, Amy, great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, 
or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time for the Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. What do you call an athletic pumpkin? What? A (laughs) jack-o'-lantern. That was the Morning Corny. I got a show in Nashville Saturday night, which is awesome. Super pumped. Shooting the last part of our special there. It's sold out. Excited. And then going to California. And then Louisville, Austin. Just a few more shows. Tulsa. It's great. Heck of a run. And so very appreciative. But going to do Nashville one final time. And I got this voicemail about that. Here you go. I have a question. I bought tickets for your comedically inspirational show on Saturday. I bought VIP seating thinking I was going to get to meet you, and it says I get to meet Ron Pope. So is there any way for me to get tickets to meet you guys? Uh, Let me know. I don't know who Ron Pope is. Wait, 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 wait. So the VIP ticket is to meet Ron Pope? She must have bought tickets to the wrong show. Oh, my goodness. You don't know who that is? Uh Uh-uh. Do you have a Ron, Ron Pope? Is it artist? Yep. We play? Yep. Still I can't let you oh, I'd rather go to his show than mine. I mean, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. There's no way she bought tickets to my show if she's getting to meet Ron Pope. Unless he's hanging out out front. Yeah, that's weird. Is it like a, maybe like a, a no. deal they have going? Where it can't, it's it like, can't be. I think she bought tickets to the wrong show. Yeah, Amy, it's Bobby's show. It's How can show. Ron Pope I, I don't, don't even know I Ron. Know the... I don't know anybody named Ron. <laughs> Let me think if I know anybody named Ron. Ron. You know Rod. Ron, I know Ron. Don. Ron Howard. I don't know him. Yeah, Opie and also yeah, the yeah. director. Ron Simmons, Burgundy. who used to be a wrestler. Ron Burgundy. Do you know a Ronald or a Ronnie? McDonald. Ron. Ron. Come oh, I know Ron. No, but you have a Ronnie. Ronnie Dunn's a friend of mine from Brooks and Dunn, but it's not Ron. Ron. But it's not Ron. He does not go by Ron. Try it. Next time you're with him, call me Will Ron. not. And he will not call me Bob. <laughs> No chance. Yeah, try that. No chance. Ron. Anybody know any Rons? Oh, yeah. I went to high school with a Ron. Really? Mm-hmm. Be funny to name a baby Ron. Ron. Why? 
<laughs> Why would that be funny? But I don't. They're not just named because there's never been a baby named Ron. They're wrong. You may be the first person to ever name a baby Ron. That's true. That's true. Eh. Oh, he's cute. What's his name? Ron. <laughs> no, his full name. Ron. Ron. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me that ain't awesome for a baby. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing that. Ron. Hey, Ron Pope music though. Twenty-eight point seven thousand followers. I like his music and his I, sound, but I think you bought tickets. Is his show near mine, date-wise? No. I, do you think I'm Ron Pope? <laughs> she says a Ron Pope show. <laughs> do you know any Rons? I don't. I'm sitting here trying to think of any. Not personally. Captain Ron. That movie was pretty good. They're all Johnson. movies. No Ron. We need more Rons. Yeah, Ron. Ron. I'm, if maybe we have some Ron listeners that could. Ron. I bet you Scuba. Now it Ron. sounds weird to say the word Ron. 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 You know when a word starts to go numb in your brain? Ron. 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 All right. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. Coming into the studio right now is Darius Rucker. He's got nine number ones. For example, Don't Think I Don't Think About It. Don't think I don't think about it. Maybe All Right from 2009. He is releasing his seventh solo album, Carolyn's Boy, in honor of his mother on... October 6th, which is now, and here he is, everybody walking in the studio. Darius Rock, yes. hey, Hello, y'all. How y'all doing? What's up? Hey, look what I have here. You don't get it, but... <laughs> He's not giving it to you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I got one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. We went over. It's a South Carolina football, and uh, I got uh, Coach Beamer to sign it, and they're... they're tailback because we went over and spent a day over I there. I saw that. Yeah. It was awesome. I, I love him. I love Coach Beamer. Did you get to see the studio? Which, the, what studio? In the, in the coach, in the uh, athletic facility, I built a studio for all the... All the I did not. And they they go in there, make beats, and make rap records and stuff. It's pretty cool. We asked him how much you donated. He wouldn't tell us. Yeah. We were like, "How much did Darius donate?" <laughs> we're like, off, "Off the record." And he's like, ah, "I can't tell you that." But I love that dude. It's I love him. That's, I love him. It's it's cool too to have like because you're a big South Carolina guy. You're wearing a South Carolina uh, sweatshirt. Here. Yes, I am. Like I feel like that South Carolina team, although maybe this year has not been so far as good as they. I, I feel like that's that. The direction is up. We are the Jefferson's right now. We're moving on up. That stock market arrow is up for South Carolina. Yes, I love it. I love it. You know, it's tough to win in the SEC, as you know, being an Arkansas fan. Mm -hmm. But uh, we're we're on the way up. We just want to win once, just once. We don't need we don't need a dynasty. We just want one. Have you watched the Florida documentary on Netflix? Yeah. So were you like this is basically just an Urban Meyer? All it is like a glorified Urban Meyer project. Did yeah. you feel like that? Yeah. Me too. I was like, Absolutely. I wanted I wanted like some, and the reason I asked, because Arkansas played in that SC championship game yep. and we lost, but that's the only time we've ever been. Yeah. But then I was watching, I was like, I want like some of the drama. And there was some drama. They just didn't show it. They just didn't show it. <laughs> there were like 50 arrests. They didn't get to any of them. It was just urban like, I, I work hard. So, yeah. Like he is a, he as a coach was arrested or his No, no, no players, team, players. Tons of them. Oh. But they really didn't talk about the drama of that, of the team. <laughs> It's basically Tebow, who I really like, mm-hmm. yeah. and Urban Meyer, who, eh, whatever. But it, Urban, whatever, it doesn't matter. You ever met Tim Tebow? <laughs> I know Tim. Isn't he, isn't yeah. he lovely? He's a, he is so nice and such a genuinely good person that I always say that if Tim Tebow's good and bad, God's not fair. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's perfect. I, <laughs> he's same, perfect. I am always like, is this dude real because he's so yes. kind? He's so perfect. He that must be consistent. like torturing animals in his basement or something. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but he's not. Well, I went and did uh, like I, I did uh, Feinbaum and Tebow was was there at the same time, and I'm like I don't want to bother him. And, yeah. And he came and sought me out and was like Bobby, why don't you come say hi? Like that dude is is, is so nice and he's one of the rare that it is, he kind of is what you see. It's real. It's I've known Tim a long time and he's just an amazingly amazingly nice guy, 
and it never breaks care. He never breaks. I thought it would break care. I tried to get him to break too. I was like, you want some drugs? And he was like, <laughs> he's like, no, man, I sure don't. And I was like, dang it. All right. I mean, I don't even do drugs. And I was like, hey, man. You want I will some- try that one the next time I see him. Hey, you want some drugs? You want some drugs? <laughs> Just generic drugs. You, you want some drugs? And see what he says. You want some Advil? Yeah. How you been? I'm good, man. How about you? Good. I know you're good. I see you everywhere. Um, I'm working. Yes, you're working. I yeah, love it. Yeah, I'm working. Yeah. I love it. I'm proud of you, man. I have it. We haven't seen each other in, in a bit. So what's, I know you have the new album. I definitely want to talk about that in a second, but what, what, what have you been doing? Nothing, man. Um, you know, touring that tour, I toured all summer, which was great. Uh, you know, kids are now going to college and graduating college and everybody's out of the house. So I'm just, uh, playing a lot of golf and <laughs> having a lot of fun. Is it weird to have kids graduating? Cause that's like real, they're real, real, real adults now. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's, it's weird having the last one go to college. You know, and, and leave town and leave this, you know, leave the house is, is pretty, pretty weird. But uh, I'm proud of my kids. They're all doing great. So are you in Tennessee most of the time now? Yeah, I am now. Is yeah. Predominantly you're here. Yeah, Jack, you know, after Jack left high school in Charleston, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm here mostly now just because it's, I like Tennessee. It's easier. Yeah. Do you live near a golf course? I live right on a golf yeah, course. Yeah, I, I knew that. I just wanted to say, I wasn't going to say that until, <laughs> do you? Just walk out the back door and will you play like a, a hole or chip in yes. the evening? Yes. I live right on number three and I'll get in my golf cart and go, you know, chip or whatever I want to do. I, I love it. That's the life. It is the life. That's the life. It is the life. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is your handicap? It's 3.9, I think right now. That's and good. Do you constantly, is it always moving? Yes. I got down to a one seven earlier this year. I, wow! I, yeah, I shot sixty nine seventy back to back days, so it, it, it plummeted, but uh, it's back up to about a four where it should be. And you still love to play golf? Live for it. It's still. I wake up every morning and want to play golf. Why are? Because I play a decent amount now. Why are we so obsessed with golf? Like, what is it that? Because we could do anything. We could play pickleball. Yeah. We could play basketball. What is it about golf that is not just? I I will do it when I have free time, but it's like an obsession because. I have a putter right here behind me. Like yeah. I think about it so much. Why do you think that is? Because you want to get better. It, it's it, like I, I'm, I'm never, I, you know, I'm a, I'm okay basketball player. You know, pickleball, I don't have the knees for and everything. Like golf is just, it's never the same. It, every two, every round's different. And just being outside and being with your buddies, it's just something about golf that I can't play enough. Like I think I'm gonna play 300 rounds this year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Means mm, a lot. That's a, yeah, that's, yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. a lot of golf. Do you get to do you get to play pretty much? Can you call anywhere ever and be like, I'm Darius? Yeah, you know, I'm, most places I have friends at that I can call and go, Hey, man, can we go? Can you take me out to Pine Valley or you know Augusta or whatever? And and so it's pretty cool. And when we play a town, I could usually get on the best course in town just because I'm the golf guy. So I got gifted a round of golf at Augusta for my birthday a couple years ago. I, I've been to the Masters to watch, but never been able to play. And I got gifted by. My agent, like the head of CAA, was like, we're going to gift you this thing. Rob Light, yeah. yeah. But then I left CAA, and I never used it. So now I'm screwed. Yep. So, no, 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 not yet. Well, I'm about or, to, or can you ask him? No, 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 it's not. No. No. So now I'm asking no, Darius. Darius, when can you get me on? Uh, can't help you. Okay. All right. Well, no record to promote. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about the record here. It's called Carolyn's Boy. Your mom, obviously. Yes. Um, did she get to see any of your success at all? None. She uh, she saw the club uh, early club days, and then she died in like '89. And uh, it was, 
uh, you know, that that was tough when, when, we, when we really made it because she never saw any of it. You know, and I always say if she was alive today, her house would be twice as big as mine. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and she was just an awesome human being. But that that's something that's always bothered me that she never got to see it. So did she have any thoughts or advice about you trying to be a rock and roll artist? Because, again, it's that, that there's no sort of security in that. What was her advice to you? 100% go do it. Really? Like, I dropped out of college, and I was so scared to tell her I wasn't going back. Like, I was so scared to go say, Mom, I'm not going to college this year. What year did you decide to do that? It's my junior, after my junior year. Dang, you're so close. <laughs> I was okay. so close a year away. And I thought she was going to destroy me. And she said, if that's what you need to do, do it. Mm. You know, and it was just, it was, she was always my biggest supporter, my biggest champion. So, Did she see any sort of optimism regarding you guys when you're playing clubs was there was there any movement at all with if you or who do you whatever it was like when you guys were starting to be on the cusp or were you just like starting out before she passed no, away we were really just starting out i mean she saw you know us go from five people in the club to selling out a club mm-hmm. but it was uh you know it was we were it was early it was 89 we didn't get a record deal till 91 so it was i think actually probably after that but 92 we got a record deal and so it was she didn't see any. All she saw was the clubs getting good, and she was just wanted. She wanted. She knew I wanted to sing. What kind of music did she like? She loved R and B, Al Green, you know, Al Green, and Class of the Pips and Gospel. Shirley Caesar was was played in our house all the time. Could she sing? Much better than me. Do you think that a bit you wanted to sing because you wanted her approval of you singing because she loved to sing? That's one of the things because she was the big singer in church. You know, my mom got up to do a solo in church. Everybody was shouting and everything, and and so. I think seeing her sing and seeing her be that good, I just wanted to take it to a different level. Right before my mom died, I went and I hosted with Kelly Ripa on the daytime talk show, and I did a song on guitar that said, I want my mom to see me on TV. And that was kind of the last, that was right before my career really started to take off. So similar-ish, and I, but I did at least like start to make a little bit of money. And I make the joke that, you know, when I made my first money, I bought the two T's, teeth in a trailer. I bought me teeth and my mom a trailer. And so, you know, for me, you know, I, same way, I wish like she would have been able to see kind of how crazy all of this has become. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to say it. I wish she had seen how big it got. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were selling a million records a week. I, I wish she could have seen that. Just sat, sat back and go, that's my boy right there. Yeah, that would have been pretty awesome. So you named the record this. Now, on this record... Is there anything that you did that sounds like what she would like? Or was I, I guess I'm just trying to get into, you know, you named it after your mom, but you could have named any record after your mom. Yeah, this record was named after my mom because I was in the studio. It was the first day in the studio, and I was having a real bad day, just a bad mental health day. I just wasn't doing good. And I sat back, and I'll never forget this. I was just sitting there when they were doing some overdubs or something, and I was in a bad mood, just not a good place. And I just said, man, at the end of the day, I'm just my mom's kid. You know, that's really what it would be, just my mom's boy. And that just really brought me out of it. And I started thinking, well, I'm going to name this album Carolyn's Boy because that was just a great moment for me. What do you think she'd be most proud of, of you right now? My longevity. I think if she was around, she would be so proud that 30 years down the road, I'm still making hits and still matter. That 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 would be pretty cool. Are you proud of that? That's the thing I'm most proud of. Really? Yeah. What's, what's been the key? Getting some good friends who support you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, good friends who support you and... and and help you out and great songs that's always the key you gotta have the songs are you constantly listening to songs constantly listening constantly writing already starting to work on the next record yeah it's always it's always happening and it's gotta be tough when you're such a good writer which you are to also listen to songs and have at times to pick a song you didn't write 
That's tough to do. But when it happens, you know I love the song. Like uh, that song, uh, If I Told You That I Had a Hit with a long time ago, a few years back, uh, Shane McAnally and a bunch of guys wrote it. And it was one of those songs when I heard it, I, I called Shane and said, how could you write my life without me being in the room? Mm. You know, but I had to cut it. Who was the first artist that you heard sing a song, or maybe writer, writer artist, that you thought, that they're saying what I, they're, they're speaking for me? Ooh, Ashley Gorley. Like a writer here in town, yeah. When I started writing with Ashley, I, I was like, you and I think exactly the same thing. I just want to sit in this room and I want to say three words and I'm going to let you change them <laughs> and make them better. What about as a, I won't say as a kid, but even as a young adult when you're listening to, because for me it was John Mayer who would sing and I would be like, oh man, this guy's saying what I feel. Or like a great comedian sometimes will do that where you're like, I think the same thing, yeah. but I didn't really know how to say it. As a fan, what artist did you listen to where you go, man, that's kind of like me right there? It was R.E.M. Like like songs like World Leader Pretend and, the, and songs like that I was just related to. I was like, that's that's exactly what I would want to say or like how I would want to say it. And so they were always writing songs that I wanted to. Did you ever get to know those guys? Very well. Michael Stipe, Bill Berry, the whole... Mike Mills. Actually, this is... You're getting a, an exclusive right now. This is something no one's ever... That we're not even talking about. But, uh, Mike Mills from R.E.M., uh, Rick Bukovic, who's a guitar player who plays with everybody, and Steve Gorman, who's the drummer... Black uh, Rose. Black Rose. Mm -hmm. we, we got a band. We've been in the studio three times. We're you got a band? We're doing a record, yeah. Oh. What's it called? Booty and the Boatfish? We, we haven't named it yet. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't named it yet, but yeah, we're going to do something special. But what, what kind of band is this going to be? Rock and roll. Straight rock and roll. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's rock. What man, do you I mean straight it. rock and roll, though? It's, 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 it's like Steve said. It sounds like you took those, we took the, our three bands, put them together, and mm -hmm. made a record. It, and it just rocks, man. It just, I was just so proud of it. It, it just rocks. What's a, what's a record to you song-wise now? How many tracks? I'm sure that's changed over the years. Uh, 13 for regular, and then you got to you know put two in for Spotify, two in for Apple. So Think, Really? Yeah. How, how do you pick which tracks you put in for the Spotify or Apple or Target? Is it like, these are pretty good? No, I record so much for a record, and I, I, I usually like all the songs I record, so it's, you just pick the ones that... And then there's always live stuff sitting around that they want to use, so you do that. Live stuff's always a good... Yeah. Because it's still the hit. Yeah, you know, you can put Letter Cry on there and everybody's happy. How many versions of Letter Cry have you recorded over the years? Uh, a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Darius, we appreciate the time. Good to talk to you, man. Always good with right. you, Bobby. Thanks, Love Darius. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Hollywood Reporter ranked the 50 best TV shows of the 21st century. Why don't they just say the 2000s? Oh, is that what that meant? Yeah, see, they're all going to be like, what does that mean? (laughs) Just say the 2000s. So what do you think? The best TV shows of the 2000s? Gosh, there's so many good ones. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Game. Yeah, Hold on. It, on number there. 16. Okay. Wow. Go ahead, Eddie. Uh, yeah, Game of Thrones has to be on there. Game of Thrones? Not on there. Wow. According to The Hollywood Reporter. Morgan? Is Friends in the 2000s? I don't think It started think in the so. 90s. Yeah, I don't think so. But number one's Mad Men. <gasps> oh, this, this is my next guess. Number two is The Sopranos. <laughs> Didn't watch that either. Oh, neither. Okay. Number three is Succession, which I did watch and liked, but it took me a minute to get into it. And I thought you guys are all idiots when I watched the first four episodes. I was like, I don't like this show. And then I ended up loving it. 30 Rock. Okay. The Wire. Never watched oh, that. Oh, Lunchbox loves that. On HBO. Reservation Dogs. I don't know what that is. Reservoir Dogs? No, Reservation Dogs. Interesting. On Hulu. Better Call Saul at seven. Girls at eight. Freaks and Geeks at nine. BoJack Horseman at 10. Oh my what? gosh. What's that? Oh. The Daily Show at 11. The Americans at 12. I did watch that. The Russian Spies at. Yeah. It was really good. 30 for 30 ESPN. Oh, I've watched those. Oh, Enlightened, yeah. Atlanta, Breaking Bad, Halt and Catch Fire, Friday Night Lights, Rectify and Peep Show. Some of those are way too cool that there's no way people really like them. They just want to put them on the list to be cool. I've like, only seen two of those. What is Rectify on Sundance TV? What's Sundance TV? Never heard of it. All of that feels like just you're just being a little too cool. <laughs> or maybe they're part of the production team. You know? I do have this too, which I'm pretty excited about. Sonic had asked Eddie and I to do a jingle for them. And we did it. And okay. then we, we sent it over to them. And they were like, can you do it longer? And we never get told to go longer. We no. Get to, we get told to cut things short. Yeah, yeah. Can we get rid of all this? So how long was the original? Well, it was a jingle. They said, 
well, you and Eddie, the Raging Idiots, do a jingle for Sonic. And so it was like 12 seconds. Mm. And so we send it over and they're like, ooh, can you make it like 30 seconds? Mm. Can we ever? Don't tell us to keep going. <laughs> and so we were just on the road so much that we took uh, Brandon Ray, who produced it, out on the road and we set up a whole... And you're going to hear it with the whole producing. It's 30 seconds, but it actually took a lot of work to do. Yeah. But there, I, I listened to it maybe a hundred times. I love it. And I showed it to my but kids. You, but you made it. Well, I know, but then I showed it to my kids. They're like, Dad, is this going to be on TV? This is amazing. I'm like, maybe, maybe. Well, it's for sure going to be on the radio. It's for sure going to be on the radio, yeah. <laughs> so here, it doesn't have a title, I guess. I guess it doesn't. The Sonic Jingle, Push the Red Button. That's right. I, I think that'd be great. Okay. Uh, here is called, it says Push the Red Button. It's only 30 seconds. It's our Sonic Jingle by the Raging Idiots. I drive in. Don't need much. I'll have a Route 44 cherry limeade slush. Push the red button, you can have one too at Sonic. Oh yeah! I like cherry. I like blue coconut. That one's great! Okay! But what does Grandma want? Just push the red button, you can have one too at Sonic. Just push the red button, you can have one too. Or three. Sonic. It's cute. Boom. I like it. Give us a Grammy. Yeah. Give us a Grammy. Give Come us a Grammy. On. Yeah, is there like a, a jingle Grammy? Give us a Grammy. I don't know. I'm sure there is. Give us one anyway. Okay. Give us a Grammy. Yeah. Start with us. Yeah. We'll be the first one. <laughs> Scoob, are they happy with it? Oh, dude, they love it. They are all about it. I drive in. Don't need yeah. much. I have a Route 44 cherry limeade slush. It's catchy. Push for the sure. red. Hey, we can even sing this on the road if it's a big hit. We need like four more verses. Well, yeah. <laughs> a real story behind it. I'm on the app. I'm install three. Okay, well, thanks to Sonic because they hired us to do it and we're pretty proud of it. One more time from the top. 30 seconds. Hit it. Woo! I drive in. Don't need much. I'll have a Route 44 cherry limeade slush. Push the red button. You can have one too at Sonic. Oh, yeah. I like cherry. I like blue coconut. That one's great. Okay. But what does grandma want? Just push the red button, you can have one too at Sonic. Just push the red button, you can have one too. Or three at Sonic. Come on. Give us two Grammys. Let's go. You're the only one clapping, though, Eddie. That was all. I I think it's awesome. I know. I just feel. There we go. I feel like there could be for the other verses or different versions of it. Oh, she's writing it now. Oh, oh. Like what, Amy? Right, yeah, you want to be a writer okay, now? Now she's all of a sudden she's got a melody. She's writing lyrics. To it. <laughs> no. Well, thank you guys. Hopefully you'll hear it again. It doesn't die right now. Oh yeah. Oh, please. I feel like that's gonna live on forever. <laughs> on the phone right now is Carrie, who lives in Indiana. Carrie, thank you for calling the show. What's going on? I would love your advice, opinion. So my twenty-year-old son is a huge gamer. He is the monitor, all the stuff, plays in tournaments. He says to me. Last night, Mom, I want you to think about something. Let me know if you're okay with this. But the people I've been playing with for seven years, we all want to meet in New York City. And I say, you didn't even know these people. Like, you've never met them. He says, I said, why New York City? Because the one kid, well, the one guy lives there. Mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable. I mean, no, my mom instinct is absolutely not. I, but I don't understand the gaming world. I feel like you and Eddie said that you had met someone you played with as a thing? Is this normal? Should I let him yeah. do it? He's like one of our good friends oh, now. Oh, Andrew's our Andrew's great. awesome, yeah. Um, so, here's what I say. First of all, he's 20. Let's make sure that that... And he still may live under your roof and take your resources. I don't know. So, if that's the case, you do have a little more say. But he's 20. And so, he's an adult. So... Like- 
developmentally is he 20? Yeah, developmentally is he 20? It's a great question. He's very sweet. I feel like of all my boys when I'm in a nursing home, he'll take care of me. He's that one. Okay. Um, I don't... Oh, we got you. No, we got you. He's maybe too nice for his own good sometimes. Like too kind for his own good sometimes. People can take advantage of him. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can't guard him forever. So eventually you're going to have to let him run off and do things. I would say, too, that if he's been consistent with them for seven years, it's pretty safe. That we only knew Andrew for like four months and we're like, come to a show, come hang <laughs> yeah. out, come to the house. The people that you game with, you probably talk to more than anybody else in your life if you're a big gamer. And if it's been that consistent for seven years, I don't think any of those gamers are rapers and murderers and stabbers and killers. Unless they're committed. Yeah, like they're secretly doing it for years. <laughs> as long as it's not like a girl he just met that's suckering him and it's mm. people that he's really been consistent with, I think it's safe for him to go. I think it's very safe for him to go. But also, now, New York itself is a whole other thing. Now, oh, we're yeah. talking about sure, the gamers, sure. right? But, you know, but he'll, he'll be fine. Mm. If you trust him and he's responsible, he'll be fine. Don't let the gaming and the headset thing throw you into thinking that's any shadier than it actually is. I just also, too, wanted to say, I don't know if they have a relationship outside of gaming, like on social media. Does, are they on Instagram or do they follow each point. other in that way? Maybe if you wanted to encourage him to kind of do some research and figure out more about them and who he's meeting, that would be good. Yeah, how old are they? What do they look like? Are yeah. They- yeah. Ask, ask those okay? questions. <laughs> yeah. Ask those questions. But on the surface, I feel like this is good because they've been gaming together so long. Yeah. And big shout out to Andrew. Andrew's been on this show. Remember he said in We've seen segments. Andrew probably five times. Yeah. Andrew like comes, to, comes to the house. Yeah. So we, I, I was on Twitter and I said, hey, we need a new player for our NBA 2K League. And he's like, I'll do it. And he at the time, he was still in at Kansas in undergrad. And at that point, we've watched him graduate college. Mm-hmm. He's now uh, closer to being an attorney. That's right. He's in, in law, law school. school. He we're went, proud of him. He's, it's awesome. Yeah, he comes yeah. To, He's our dude. And when he can't, if we're near in Kansas somewhere and he can't come, he's like, guys, I can't come. I'm so sorry. And we're like, dang it. <laughs> So what about it, it could also be really, it could also be really great for him. Yeah, yeah he can FaceTime him. FaceTime. I mean, I don't know. In gaming, do you only hear in the headset? There's yeah, a video for the most part. For the most part, okay. Unless somebody's streaming, they're playing. Yeah. Carrie, I think that there are a couple things that he could do for you to make you feel more comfortable. As in, talk to them on FaceTime once or see their social media profiles. But I feel like it is safe. What about what about she goes to New York with him? Oh my God, no! He's hold it, hold no, it! No, 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 no! She stays in a hotel while no, he goes and hangs no. out. He's with his twenty buds. years old, and in case something goes wrong, she's there. Okay, to protect sure. him. Can you? Yes. Leave it to the helicopter paranormal. Yeah. I'm just oh saying, <laughs> Carrie. I think based on what you've told me, I would feel. I mean, not great because obviously you're not going to feel great about it, but I would feel pretty good. From me to you, I would say that it feels pretty safe if they've been gaming that long together. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the call. I really appreciate it. And let us know how it goes. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. She's definitely going to New York now. For sure. He's not going to New York. <laughs> I would do. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's going to be on the plane right behind that plane. <laughs> Slowly following. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. And for Lunchbox, who's sick? It's Eddie. There's a guy who's got a warrant for his arrest. And he's like, I'm not turning myself in. And then I guess one day he says, you know what? Let me do the right thing. So props to him. He gets in his car. He heads to the police station and turns himself in. He's got Guns N' Roses blaring on the radio. Turn it up, Ray. What does he do? Yeah. He hits the gas. Okay. Goes right into the police station. No. Through the front door. Like, was that a message? Yeah, dude. He's going to do it. He's going to do it in style. And he gets out of the That's car. That's style. He gets out of the car, puts his hands up. Arrest me. I'm here. Is he drunk? <laughs> I guess. Probably. Either that or he's just not right. Yeah. Both could be. Yeah, 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 both. 
But hey, he, he put his hands up. He says, all right, take me in. I'm ready to go. I hear you just got to crash into somebody sitting at a desk or something. Oh, yeah. kill somebody. Sure. But he yeah. didn't, right? Yeah. yeah. But important, he was listening to Guns N' Roses. Yeah, absolutely. But but he didn't kill anybody, right? Didn't, didn't hurt anyone. Then it's hilarious. <laughs> it's all in surveillance video, too. Except for the taxpayer dollars, it's still hilarious. Yeah, they got to fix that. Yeah, I just got to say that, though, so I don't get the complaints. <laughs> still hilarious. Okay, thank you. All right, that's your bonehead story of the day. Please, 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 please. Let Arkansas win this weekend. <laughs> Golly. Oh, you need it. <clears throat> I don't need it for any money reason. No, I you need, need it for my yourself. Heart. Yeah. We're playing Ole Miss. We're 11 point underdog. And I just, that's all I want. I have a show on Saturday night. Mm. What time is the game? Mm. It's, not, it's a night and game. And we're shooting a special Saturday night. Oh, yes, no. it's a game. Yes. So I just need Arkansas to win. That's all, and then I want to have a good show in that order. Yeah, that'd be nice. So I got a show Saturday night, and so we're gonna be in town, which is pretty nice. Would love a win, but that's all. That's that's my plan for the weekend. You? A W. I have a wedding shower. A W. A win. Big W for Arkansas. That's what I'm hoping for too. Got it. Thank for you. For you. Um, but yeah, hosting a wedding shower. So, and one of the this is planning. Get there early. Plan for that. Yeah, I got you. Uh, Eddie Spaghetti. Football game, my son's football game in the morning, got a baseball game in the afternoon, and then, I don't know, maybe a little something at night. Oh, I don't care. You can. Yeah. What? I'm going to go see Bobby at night. Eddie's gonna, we're going to do a little set at my show. Oh. He doesn't show up to every show, but the ones he does. But, I mean, you're right down the road, so why not? Why not? Oh, well, if I didn't have the wedding shower. Of course. Oh, for sure. Yeah, of course. I would yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally come do whatever you needed. <laughs> yeah, good. Thank you. Goodbye. See you Monday. Please win. Bye. The Bobby Bones Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.